0: If I don't move, he won't see me. I'm I'm literally staring right at you. You you see me looking at you, right? Today's process is this. Acknowledge your position. Sit back, relax. Let's light the lantern.
1: Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. The understory is filled with monsters and bandits. But if you want to start grow, or pivot from a business, this is the place for you. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern.
0: What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. So. I got up this morning and I was uh, doing my morning routine of emptying the dishwasher, active service, uh, also a negotiated chore, um, making my coffee and i look outside and then there's two rabbits outside so you can tell spring has sprung because my daughter is really into caterpillars and there are now there are caterpillars everywhere like a week ago you couldn't find a caterpillar but now they're everywhere and i just saw two rabbits so i think is there anything more like about spring than rabbits i know just the thought of rabbits um And anyway, so these two rabbits are running around my backyard and I sort of, I can see them through the window. And one of the things that I've always wanted in the house is that I'd want to be able to look outside and see a little bit of nature from, um, from my kitchen. Right. So while I'm doing stuff, I can look outside and see a little, so maybe water one day. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But it's my backyard with its glorious 81 bags of mulch uh, or 50 bags of mulch, Actually, 50 bags of mulch in the back and 31 in the front. And so I just, I take a step towards the back window and the rabbit like freezes because it's a prey animal, right? And so one of its strategies is just to not move, hoping that, uh, the bird that's circling won't see it. This just happens to have the best eyesight ever. Um, not sure that's a great strategy, but you know, I guess if you're in the brush, but this thing was not in any kind of brush. It was just like sitting in the middle of my backyard, like plain as day. And It had a friend with it, and its friend was, like, bounding away off the other way or whatever, and I was just, like, frozen there. And the thing is, like, it's not a super good strategy. Um, I guess, however, like, nature has said that that strategy works more often than running, maybe pausing then running. I don't know. Whatever. So why do I tell you this? Well, I tell you this because I think as people and as entrepreneurs and just just human beings in general was that we're really really good at being hard on ourselves for where we're at and there's this I always struggle with the the statement is it be happy but not content is that what it is be content but not happy I don't know whatever the idea is that your discontent or your unhappiness drives you forward and You know, as human beings, like we can we can talk and think ourselves into a big time corner about our position, like where we're at. And a rabbit does not understand its position when it freezes there, because if it understood its position, it just wouldn't like if it knew that I as a human being, first of all, it wouldn't freeze because if it knew its true positions knows I'm not going to hurt it. Number one. Number two, if I was going to hurt it, there's no way that freezing is going to stop stop, you know, me from, from doing what I would want to do because I'm looking right at it. I see it. Right. And I have like human beings have amazing vision compared to some other animals. Most other animals, I think, I think there's only like a few couple of animals that have better vision than humans. And, um, in any event, so it, it, it just adopts a strategy of freezing. And I think, I think human beings, sometimes what we'll do is, is that we will we will do the same thing. We'll freeze because of what has happened to us in the past. Right. So, you know, we're very good at remembering all of our mistakes. Right. And if you're married, your spouse is probably really good about remembering them too. <laughs> oh, that hurts one day after the back to normal. Now one day after all the, all the, all the fun times are over after the, uh, the anniversary last night. um, It's, it's, it's now it's, it's into the year 10, right. Back to normal and, uh, let hilarity and, and, uh, shenanigans and so, so, so like, look like you as a human being, like, we're so good at like looking at all the things that we've done wrong all the way up until yesterday. Right. Like last night maybe we shouldn't have stayed out so late maybe like i don't know should have should i should have done a better job at organizing the flowers i got for her for her for the anniversary like whatever like i, I don't like just we just will we'll pick apart what we what we do and if you do that enough though is that you can paralyze yourself you can paralyze yourself and I'm not an expert in rabbits, but I think what happens once a rabbit freezes and then I don't think it just stays frozen. It's not like a possum where it plays dead. I think it, it just stays frozen. And then if you start running at it, it'll run away. So it takes action. But sometimes as humans, we don't, We don't have that instinct to take action. Some, you know, we have to actually move ourselves. And that's the whole, the whole motivation trap, right? Like if you need someone else to motivate you, you're in trouble because what if that person takes the day off and if consistent effort is what's going to get you where you want to go and the difference between winning and losing is a micron, then you're freezing and not acting and giving, letting yourself off the hook because of your past, just just transgressions right uh doesn't serve you and like look if you're going to want to escape your nine-to-five or if you have a set of mature businesses that you've created that you don't want to do anymore you're going to have to take a lot of action and it's going to have to be consistent and i talked you know i if you've looked at sort of the arc of the podcast the last few months i was going into sort of mad scientist mode with the book and all that and um so the book is submitted to the publisher it's going through review and it'll be available for purchase in two days and that's pretty cool but at the end of that process there was about a month or two um, like six weeks that I just didn't wasn't acting I wasn't moving forward and I was using the mad scientist mode as an excuse to keep just doing whatever I wanted to do that was totally unrelated to getting us to where I want us to go and that's because I was paralyzing myself with doubt, I was paralyzing myself with imposter syndrome, I was paralyzing myself with laziness. I just didn't want to do it. And, you know, as I sit here today, I was thinking about, I was kind of this morning, I was kind of being hard on myself. And, yeah, I can be hard on myself and, and all of that. But we are legitimately 10 or 15 percent maybe 10% maybe 9 maybe it's 9% when i go through this next process that i'm going to share with you and you're going to be a part of i'm going to come back to you and i'm going to be like it's just like that report that you do is like why did i wait so long to do that right it's and that's just how we are as human beings and the amount of the amount when you're at the end right like when you when you put yourself in the position for what I call like winning time, right? Like you lose, you lose the weight on the treadmill the last two minutes, not the first 28 minutes. If you're going to do a 30 minute run on it, right? It's the last two minutes is where you're burning the weight, but you have to, you have to run the 28 minutes to get to the last two minutes. And then it doesn't do you any good to step off the treadmill and, and fin- not finish the race. Right. It's, it's like all the work is lost. It's like, if I go on the tank right now, the, this last what is it 19 days then I waste the 340 I was told there was no math the other 346 days that I've been doing the podcast and that would be a shame that would suck I'm not going to do that but there's a danger of missing there's only so much there's, you can only build so much momentum before you have to start over again And we have a lot of momentum right now in our relationship with our children, with our family structure, with this house, with the strategic partnership I have, with this firm that I'm working with part-time, with my book, with, um, you know, with the podcast, just, we just have a lot of momentum and, but it's not, it's not there. It's not, you know, I have to put the book in a funnel. I have to promote the book. I have to, um, put together another dream 100 for affiliates for the book. Like I just, I have to get it out there. And if I just kind of like Peter around now, it's, 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 I'm going to lose all the momentum that I've built up this far and it's a danger. And the funny thing is though, is that there's always, there's always a next phase. There's always another two minutes on the treadmill and that's the, the challenge of the consistent effort is that you're always you're always building momentum and pushing through. You're always losing momentum and building it. And, you know, the difference between winning and losing really is a micron. Um, I can tell you that beyond a shadow of a doubt in everything, not just business. Like, sometimes if you're, you know, it's like having a baby. Like, sometimes people just, just, just barely are able to do it, but they do it. And then it everything kind of works out from there, right? And... There are no guarantees. There are no guarantees. Out of every hundred people that are having (coughs) fertility problems, a certain number of them don't make it. Out of every hundred people that are trying to leave their job, a certain number of them don't make it. Out of every hundred people who have existing businesses um, and want to pivot out of it, there's a percentage of them that don't make it. Like there are guys in LA right now who used to do what I did, who would love to have moved and changed the type of law that they do. Because you know what, criminal defense, unless you're a true believer, wears you down. And so I'm not going to tell you that it was easy to do what I've done. I'm not even going to say that I've been successful at it yet because, um, you know, I haven't fully established what I'm I haven't totally made the place yet where it's, you know, we're getting consistent, the consistent income that we want. But here's what I can tell you is I'm not in L.A. hoofing around in the truck, driving a court every day. And the compound effect of that life over the next 20 years would have broken me. I would have gotten fat, probably drank way too many gin fizzes and just been like, like not great to be around because I would have been unhappy and I wouldn't have, I would have regretted not making the move. I would have regretted not doing, going into a different situation. And when we moved out here, it took every single piece of energy that I had. If I would have frozen like a rabbit at the end and stayed frozen, we wouldn't have made it. Like I literally paid and this, you know, some people use this as a story of like, Oh, you can do it. Like, but this is just the truth. I'm sure there's a way I could have done this better, but it stretched us so much. We had to shut the business down for like six months. um, Before we could move. Like we had no money. Like I, I literally paid, had cash in my wallet to, to pay the person for our bags to get on the plane. And I didn't have enough money that once the U-Haul stuff got there to get our stuff out of storage. You know, the pods, right? Like, the pods sat in storage for, a, like, a week because I didn't have the money to get them out. It, took, it, it was really close. <laughs> and... And the thing is, though, is like that's I'm in that same position now. It's just a different level, right? So, like, I don't want to leave the pods in the storage. I don't want to leave the book at the publisher and then don't do anything with it, right? You know, I've only got a few old California cases to close out, and then I can be done with that part. But they're still around. Um, you know, there are things with our kids right now, which, which in terms of like their nighttime routine and like potty training for Luke and. Like he's pie trained, kind of. And, and just these things that we have to like in are neither of them, you know, they need to learn how to swim and stuff like that. Like that you could just kind of like, oh, I'll do that later. But no, it's like the time to push through that stuff is right now. And if I freeze and I fall victim to imposter syndrome or I, I beat myself up because I just have done so many things wrong or imperfectly, then. I'm going to be one of those guys that doesn't make it in each of those individual things that I want to make it in. And I tell you this because like, look, I, there was a guy in a speech once and I'm all over the place this morning. It's just what you're going to get. You're gonna stream of consciousness today, James Joyce podcasting. But there was a guy once that did a speech that I went to and I don't remember anything else about the speech that he did except for he, he said, forgive yourself. And that always stuck with me and I never knew why. And I think it was just because I was like, Oh, that'd be nice if I could do that. Right. And then fast forward, like seven years later, there was, I was taking, um, I was learning from the Pomodoro technique from this guy, friend Francisco Cirello. And, um, you know, and the, he, I was on a, zoom call with him from Berlin before zoom calls were even a thing. And it's three in the morning here. And he is wait, 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 be kind to yourself. And that stuck with me for some reason. Like it just stuck with me for some reason. And then, you know, as I sit here today, the reason is I can tell you is this, is that, is that I have sabotaged myself um, in my life in things, not everything, but in some things because I get to the end and I'm, I'm unwilling to forgive myself for being the fool And I'm unwilling to acknowledge that the fool is a requirement to become the master. So what that means then is then then in whatever area that I'm unwilling to do that, I will stay a fool forever. And so if you freeze and you don't then choose to act and the reason that you're freezing is because there's some hang up that you have or there's some there's just something psychologically that's stopping you, then you have to, that's an interior monster that you have to overcome. And mine is just forgiving myself for being a fool. That's a big one for me. And talking about it, acknowledging it, discovering it, going through that is part of the process. But at the end of the day, it's an action that you have to decide to take. You just have to be like, well, only I can forgive myself for, for, you know so i'm not talking metaphysically i'm talking about like in this world what we're doing how i operate day to day only i can forgive myself for for be quote being a fool which is a requirement for becoming a master that's why it's an archetype for god's sakes so the reason why i'm telling you that this morning is acknowledge your position like acknowledge where you're at and then move forward don't be one of those people that don't make it because you're unwilling to confront the monsters inside and in some cases fighting them and in some cases letting them go. Don't let your issues be more important than success. In whatever it is, in your connections, in your commerce or creations, if you will hold some people will hold on to their issues forever. And it ensures destruction in their family It dis- ensures destruction in Their job or their their Career or their Business they're trying to build And some people never write the book Because they're just it's they're, You know for me it was Well this isn't going to be the great American novel This isn't going to be like a James Patterson Fiction novel Right? That's what I envisioned Originally that I wanted to write And if I wouldn't have let that go and then write this book This book doesn't happen <laughs> Acknowledge your position, forgive yourself, and move forward. So what I want you, I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out your regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, just go ahead and get one, okay? You'll need it. But for right now, take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade. And what I want you to do is I just want you to write down, acknowledge where I'm at, and move forward. And just remember, there is no end. you stay in the path to understanding. <clears throat>
1: What is up Rangers? I hope you enjoyed today's process. I certainly did. If you want to get out of my email list, it's very simple. I don't run you through a funnel. I don't have you do smoke signals. I don't have you send me a postcard. Just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. Again, that's wade at understorylawyer.com. Those are my children in the background, Luke and Madeline. I don't have them respond to emails, but I do have them attempt to read all of them and they are three and two. Three and one, five and two. I don't even know how old they are. However I'm going to show them all your emails. And if you make the cut, maybe I'll send you something back on how to grow, start, or pivot from a business. I've done it all. And if you achieve all three, you get the triple Lindy. I know what it feels like to be trapped. And I know the way out. And the way out is through the understory. So again, if you want to join my email list, just send me an email at wade at understorylawyer.com. Wade at understorylawyer.com.